Well, hey there, everyone, and welcome to basically the equivalent of the after show of Digital Dissection that we're calling Side Stitches, where we just kind of take something or an idea from a show um, that we want to talk more about, but didn't quite get to or didn't talk about enough uh, in the one hour of your day we already stole from you. So we're going to talk <laughs> about it more now for 30 minutes. Uh, to really elaborate on the thing that we just couldn't couldn't get enough of, but had to contain ourselves. Yeah, by this point, we're a couple of drinks deep. You know, we've let our hair down, pants are <laughs> off, and it's it's just a fun time to expand on something that you know we we go on a lot of tangents on this mm -hmm. show, and sometimes we rein ourselves in majority of the time. But every at now least, and again, at yeah. least three out of four times, you rein ourselves in. <laughs> yeah, within a minute, within a minute, reasonably. <laughs> so we'd like to give you uh, just a little bit more content that's maybe not as intense, right? Mm -hmm. it, this is more about the, the things that we just didn't have time for. And obviously, we kicked off this whole thing with an with in-depth analysis of Ghostbusters. And you may have noticed in that episode, we do make a brief mention of us actually being Ghostbusters for, yeah. for a time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which that is actually how Mark and I actually like became friends. It was through um, this Ghostbuster group, which what made that really hilarious that we talked about a little bit in, in the main episode is that Mark and I went to the same college, which you could say, well, but hey, 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 it's a college. There are lots of kids there. We're not going to see each other. We hung out with the same people as each other just apparently at separate times. They're like, the okay, same, well, yeah. you know what? Everyone has like a little friend overlap, not very big. We had the same favorite bathroom on campus. <laughs> same favorite bathroom we had. I mean, at one point I jokingly said, you probably even knocked on the stall while I was in there, you know, and we just didn't know who we were. No idea. No idea um, who we asked to spare a square one night. <laughs> yeah, not a clue one. who it was. <laughs> Mm -hmm. well and, the, and then had basically yeah. the same major as each other so we were in the same building for a lot of classes with each other yeah yeah same building mm -hmm. we went to the same bars i mean granted at our college there's yeah. you know there's only like 10 but still we went to the same bars still, yeah um so it was just funny that deciding to dress up as ghostbusters and travel across you know the upper midwest mm -hmm. uh <laughs> that that would be the thing that you that brought us together yes the upper um, midwest side is what yeah. got us going <laughs> for you janos poha fans out there um <laughs> hey which by the way at some point we are going mm -hmm. to dive into ghostbusters 2 because i mean sequels there's so many of them mm -hmm. i mean i i know that sequels get a lot of hate and uh, so we'll earmark that one. Don't you yeah, worry. And that is one that does not deserve the hate that it got at all. And even then, I like to say, like, it didn't get hate during its time. It got hate in 2016 for a really stupid reason, I believe. But another yeah. time, let's go back to us dressing up like Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, so um, if you aren't familiar with how the whole thing works, I mean, it's, it's basically cosplay or... Um, What's the other costuming is basically the term that people came up with because they thought the cosplay kids were weird. So you could basically call whatever you want. It's the same fucking thing. I, um, I, think, I think somebody said that that cosplay actually meant that you were playing as a, a costumed person. And then a costumer just puts costumes on, which 
to, to me, it's like Kleenex, right? Like Kleenex yeah. is a Kleenex. All mm-hmm. right. You can show me four different brands of Kleenex and it's Kleenex. Yeah. Okay. Like despite the fact that Kleenex is the slang we've made because one successful, what, it's, it's a successful form, successful form of tissue paper, but no, they're all Kleenex. It's all Kleenex. It's the same thing here. Not yeah. to mention, what does that do for us? Because we put our names on our costumes. Ooh, I guess it's kind of meta then. Yeah, we're playing it's ourselves, very aren't, meta. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we were both cosplaying and costuming at the same time. But yeah, so what would happen is it basically played off the, uh, um, the joke in the original movie where it's the same scene where we've um, established. No, 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 no. Yeah, it, it is the same scene where we established like there's no way they're ever going to pay back that loan. And then... Um, Ray's uh, Ray's worried about it. Egon's actually calculated how much money they have to pay for the interest. And then Peter's going into the possibilities. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, the franchising rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. And so this idea of like making a Ghostbusters franchise where you live was kind of a fun like inside joke slash opportunity to dress up like Ghostbusters and go around and do stuff. Yeah, and I think the, the craziest thing about this, before I even put on any of the outfits or built my own proton pack, any of that stuff, was just the sheer amount of like fan videos that were out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you talked about all these different franchises, there was almost this this underlying community of people that were like hardcore Ghostbusters fans from, I, I would say going as far back as like the the early '90s. There was there's a couple different online communities that came out of this, uh, which. I, I joined like the first one back in like 95, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and then it would eventually go through different web hosts and would become what's known as gbfans.com now. And so there are some of these old, old school fans, quote unquote, that were a part of that community. Um, just like any fandom though, man, it gets toxic quick. Oh, you know, of course it does. Yeah. There'll always oh. be, and for every reason, usually it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, I'm a bigger fan than you are and I'm going to prove it. And it's like the worst flipping way to do it. It's, it's really annoying. It's like a lot of like, sometimes it's like pissing contests over who has like the better stuff or who can prove they're the bigger fan. Uh, and it gets so old so freaking fast. Yeah, it's just, just completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like a lot of things, like at least with this, like it's a prop building community. So a lot of times it's, I think with especially with Ghostbusters, it was whose stuff was closest to being screen accurate. Oh yeah. Was a huge pissing contest in this community. And coming from someone who definitely built all of his first stuff for the sake of like going out on Halloween, I was so far removed um from like screen accuracy or like not removed from it, but like so far away from it. Like my stuff, like for what I did with very limited resources in my basement kind of like tony stark in a cave with scraps i was proud of what i had done but it was nowhere near what other people had been achieving uh who were looking at like like actual like schematics on the internet uh and getting resin parts and things that were like legitimately molded supposedly after the props from the movies themselves i'm like hey this round thing from uh a popcorn can kind of looks like a proton pack so i'm gonna take it off paint it black put some bicycle reflectors on it and call it cyclotron um <laughs> and, and, and and for those that have never will never see a photo of this thing you know I, 
I, I felt bad for Joe at first because I, I saw this thing and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? He built this, you know, it, it, it gets the job done, but yeah. it reminded me of like a, a knockoff toy that you would buy in like Tijuana, you know, <laughs> you look at this thing and it's mm-hmm. like, it, it reminds me of, uh, what is it called? Um, oh God, I knew I was going to forget it. Obvious plant. That's what it called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the obvious plant toys that the guy who creates fake toys and just puts them in stores. It, <laughs> it, it kind of felt like that, but it was a knockoff mm-hmm. of obvious plant. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't Hulk of the Avengers. It was, Angry Green Man of the Revengers is the proton yeah. pack that I had. Yeah, this, um, this wasn't a, this wasn't a proton <laughs> pack. This was like a a poor torn backpack or mm-hmm. something, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> but but ultimately, I mean, um, so you actually were part of the the Wisconsin franchise, like the the founding members, right? Like you were you were there when the declaration was signed, right? Basically, yeah, I was one of the first four members. Um, we had basically met on GB fans and um, the person um, who we, we refer to as like, you know, he's, he's the big pop of the group. He's still there. Um, and he contacted, uh, I think he started just like a thread, like, uh, like a Wisconsin franchise. Thread. He's like, so there is no Wisconsin franchise left. So you want to get together and hang out. And it was, uh, I like, said something like, yeah, like I'd be up for like forming, like um, I'd be up for hanging out. And he's like, no, I'd like to actually form a franchise. Like I can, I've, I've been like also like looking at getting a logo made. Um, so let's talk about like, Hey, what logos do we have? What ideas do we have for logos? And it was me um, and the, what we just call our big Papa uh, and two other people were like the first five um, of, of the group. And I wasn't able to make it to the first event because I was, was a broke college kid and I had to wait tables on the weekends and I couldn't afford to miss. Um, I think, I think it was like a busy season sort of thing. So like, I like, Hey guys, I can't come tonight. So I didn't get to go to the first event. Um, but yeah, like I was one of the, uh, one of the founding members of the Wisconsin ghostbusters. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my journey would actually be, um, I would, I would end up becoming part of this, this franchise, um, but not for the same reasons. Um, I actually was, was friends with someone who he, he was kind of known as like that Ghostbusters fan, you know, around the, the Southern part of the state. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, he'd, he'd been a fan for a super fan for a very long time. Um, and I'd actually known him since I, I moved up here, uh, to Wisconsin and just through some like chance encounters with people I knew from work and, you know, we go to the bars afterward. Um, you know, I, I met this guy and then after becoming friends on Facebook, I noticed he had a full, you know, Ghostbusters get up. And I was like, well, they don't just sell those in stores. Like, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. And so when I first met him, I asked him about it and we had, you know, we had some discussion he built his own pack. He made his own stuff. And so he kind of just went, um, it just kind of went to the ether after that. And then when the Ghostbusters video game came out in 2009, I saw him in a photo with the game in the getup at GameStop, not a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, God, that dude, there's the getup again. You know, I, I've got to see what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. And so that's really when um, I started to begin my pack build process, you know, and 
and uh, spent nine months putting this thing together, you know, making it out of all these pieces of wood and resin mm-hmm. and making sure I was one of those pack accurate people, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I wanted it, I wanted it to look the part, you know? So, yeah. so I, I, mm-hmm. I absolutely, you know, went, went hog wild on it and yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden uh, all my stuff's put together and, you know, we're, we're meeting up for events and, and then I, and then I met Joe and, and several other people and, yeah. Next thing you know, we're, we're walking in St. Patty's day parades. <laughs> yeah. Which was crazy enough to think of that. That was, that was a thing like, uh, which basically all I have to do to be a part of that parade is it, don't you just have to ask? <laughs> I feel like that's uh, all we had to do is like, Hey, would you mind if, uh, we came up dressed like as ghostbusters and they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? I think you have to ask with a cash donation. Okay. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I thought there was like a, like some kind of cover fee or something. That's I fair. can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, out of all that time spent, you know, being a ghostbuster, the, the, like the joke that you mentioned about the franchise thing, you know, um, like a lot of things, you know, for me, hobbies only last as long as my interest in them persists. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few hobbies that I've actually had that I've kept my entire life. I mean, video gaming would be the only real thing. Um, and, and maybe some card collecting, you know, I, I like some very specific uh, cards, but yeah, they, they, with this, it was just one of those things where, for one, I was a very large man back then. I mean, I, I was a, I was a very, very large man. So if you can imagine, uh, I've already got a sweating issue. Like I get, I get warm in the winter, you know, halfway up to my, you know, in my waist in snow. Mm-hmm. I recall many cons where uh, we would lose Mark, and he was just standing under a well-ventilated spot, and he's like, "No, no, no, I'll catch up." Yep. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll find you later. You know. Yeah. Because, because seriously, man, you're you're wearing a jumpsuit. You know, mm-hmm. my my pack was one of the heaviest ones, no matter where I went, because it's it was literally it's like fifty or sixty pounds easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, you're wearing that. It's just like a turtleneck. You know, like you're slowly killing yourself throughout the course of a day. And so I would put this thing on, and immediately, the 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 jumpsuit would change to a different shade. And, and it just wouldn't, it wasn't fun for me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, people are going to come by and want to take a picture of you. And then you see the picture on social media later. And it's like, wow, I, <laughs> I don't look good there. <laughs> oh no. I, I mm-hmm. look, I look horrible. <laughs> I, I look miserable. Like, I'm so, I don't yeah. want to be there. And you can tell. I look like I'm a mob informant and I am like literally a hostage. Like I do not look good. <laughs> And so, you know, like, obviously it's, once again, it's one of those things where you can't be like truly upset about the experience, right? No, like th- no, there's no, a lot no. of, a lot mm-hmm. of fun times with it, you know, and, and you, you met with these people enough to where kind of felt like your own small family after mm-hmm. a while. Um, and hell, I mean, I invited all you guys to my wedding at one point. That's true. Right. Yep. We, I think <laughs> so, there were a few group pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, just to go, like, I think there was like, there was a table of just Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. at wedding, which is pretty great. There, there was like a table of Ghostbusters, and then I think there was like two people from my wife's horse farm at the time. Yeah, yeah, I remember them. Like, I think yeah. I, I, I got to know them. I may have lied to them to see, make myself seem more interesting, which is very common in most like social scenarios with me. I kind of just, I keep talking um, uncomfortably to make myself and everyone else laugh. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was a great just, time. Just getting the, getting the mood going, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. good vibes flowing there. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, I, you know, there, there are some pretty 
cool things that you do while you're wearing the suit though. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the first time we did it, um, well, actually, no, you, were you at the first St. Patty's day parade? I can't remember if you were down. No, a lot of like the early Chicago stuff I missed because I went from being a broke college student to being a, uh, broke parochial school teacher. So (laughs) I made less money teaching than I did waiting tables. And so like when you guys like went to see Dan Aykroyd and have um, your crystal skull vodka uh, thing um, assigned, like signed by him, like, nah, I got rent. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't, I can't, I really can't miss. um, I can't go. (laughs) There's no long-term trips for me. Um, That was, that was St. Patty's day. Missed the Aykroyd meeting, but yeah. Mm -hmm. The Aykroyd meeting was the very first thing I actually did with, with the larger group, but I didn't actually have uh, anything built yet. So I still have the crystal head, you know, vodka, which oh, yeah. is, is mm-hmm. still sitting signed on, on my shelf over there. And I'll probably, you know, never drink it, but, <laughs> but for, for like, mm-hmm. for just those experiences though, I mean, meeting Dan Aykroyd was kind of a, you know, a childhood dream for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I knew that the interaction was going to be quick. It was going to be, going to be pretty abrupt because, you know, he, he, he wears his shades in public on purpose, you know, mm-hmm. like is, is public facing a person as Dan Aykroyd is he's not someone that, you know, wants to sit there and, you know, shaking hands and all that good stuff. So, I mean, either way though, it was cool to meet him. Uh, I remember when I wasn't in the getup, um, you know, I, I walked up there and I said, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you, you know, coming out and visiting us. And, um, and I actually dropped this one bit of information about, (laughs) <laughs> this this ufo video that he filmed <laughs> with an independent filmmaker because mm-hmm. I, I don't i think i shared that with you because i watch it like oh once yeah i've seen it someone like it basically opens with him like he's smoking a cigarette through <laughs> through this yeah. interview it's very oh, yeah the very almost candid looking it's it's two hours mm-hmm. long i'm sure they shot it in his living room at his house up in canada and <laughs> and he's smoking cigarettes for like a full two hours like it's just just, <laughs> just going <laughs> Um, and, uh, so I actually, I mentioned that to him. I said, Hey, you know, I'm not going to talk to you about Ghostbusters, but I said, I've watched your UFO video <laughs> several times. <laughs> and I said that that was easily like, it's one of the coolest things because I go, I, I'm not going to say, I didn't think you were intelligent, but he is really, really smart. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's crazy intelligent. And mm-hmm. so I'm not going to say that I believe in extraterrestrial life, but after watching that video, it's like, I would say my confidence is shaken just a little bit because of how smart he sounds. <laughs> um, he's, I think he's, he's smart. He's definitely confident in his delivery of everything. And yeah. I wonder if it's because like Dan Aykroyd seems to be, he's like a naturally passionate person. So yeah. I think like, I don't know, he'd make a fantastic salesman if he's never done that in his life, <laughs> if he really yeah. believed in his product. Well, I mean, you remember the Super Bassmatic 76. I Who mean, forgets sold- the Super Bassmatic 76? it's just that simple you know like he he knows what he's doing but um but uh, yeah i mean there there were some good and bad right like with with that whole that whole experience because Mm -hmm. you know one of the things that i'll mention is that um while it's possible to treat everyone like a human being you weren't meant to get along with every human being no right Mm -mm. And, and so that was the only real drawback to some of those interactions because i mean there was nothing worse than at the end of a long day where you're you've been walking miles Mm -hmm. in in these costumes and And literally miles especially like that's not exaggeration (laughs) yeah literally miles Mm -hmm. and then somebody walks by and accidentally snags your your proton pack and breaks something off of it that would happen like once a trip yeah it would 
like some drunk asshole would like take off your trunk around like oh look this is cool like yeah it was yeah. don't break that like don't like what mm, oh. yeah don't don't mm-hmm. touch things that don't belong to you yeah. sir mm-hmm. you know common courtesy yeah I mean, especially it, like by the time you make it to proton pack mark three um because that's what i'm on right now <laughs> and, and mark three looks very very much closer to the movies uh than the mark one did <laughs> yeah yeah that mark one had some humble origins didn't it personality is what it had <laughs> and it had that in spades but yeah no like it definitely is like there were there was so much fun and so much good that came out of like our experience being ghostbusters like again like going to like some of the conventions and a few of the things and a few of the experiences that we had because of it like um the fact that i got to throw out an opening pitch at a baseball game to me even though i mean it was it was minor league um it was for the uh the timber rattlers uh in appleton but still like that's that's something i like i i'm a teacher like they're not inviting teachers to do opening like opening pitches anywhere so like the fact that i got that experience from the group um was just awesome and then of course like um camaraderie certain events like those nexus game fair events that we did those oh yeah fun yeah those are great especially that bridge commander game we played oh my god that was such a good time like like just to describe it to people i mean Mm -hmm. this is it's 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 literally an episode of star trek played before you with like computer monitors and one person's engineering one person's Mm -hmm. weapons you know there's the captain who's usually like the d the dm or whatever yeah um but i mean that was that was that's like one of my top five memories is playing that game I, I could have been like not even wearing a Ghostbuster outfit and that would have been top five, but mm-hmm. that was, that was really fun to play that. Oh yes. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, then you, there are times that you go to, you go to conventions and um, I don't want to speak ill of anyone or printing one down, but to those of you who do go to like cosplay conventions, if you're the ones who choose not to bathe <sighs> for the whole weekend, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? You're staying at a hotel where they don't charge you more to use the shower. And last I checked, every hotel provides you with some basic form of soap. The worst part about that was it, it didn't matter what walk of life. No. You always got hit in the nose with mm-hmm. a pungent smell that was always more creative than the last Oof. convention that you went to. It was. You know? and I, just remember, I remember one great line that someone said, uh, or someone like tried saying like, oh yeah, man, it's just like the three-day funk at a convention. And I was like, dude, this is day one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking day three funk? Like, I'm not, I'm not sticking around for day three. <laughs> if there's a, if we actually label that and this is not labeled. <laughs> Speaking of someone who's uh, absolutely versed in the three-day funk was actor John Bernthal. Uh, Shane Walsh of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was. This was at Chicago, and I was just walking on the floor. I was just kind of scoping out because um, I can't remember who it was that I met. I think it was. Is it CM Punk? Is that the WWE wrestler from the back yeah, of the day? That sounds right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I was trying to find out just where he was because one of our friends wanted to go get his autograph, take a photo, and. I'm just chilling out and all of a sudden I see a couple handlers, which is normal. You see handlers mm-hmm. all the time taking celebrities places, but yeah, here comes John Bernthal who is dressed like, just like how he would be in an episode of walking dead. He's just got, you know, torn up pants and a shirt and he's, he's got like a, he's got like a black <laughs> cap on and, and that, that guy, it doesn't matter what he's doing in life. He will mm-hmm. rub his head before he says something every time. 
Because if you <laughs> okay. watch The Walking Dead, he's rubbing his head the entire ep- uh, the entire series. So he walks up and he rubs his head, even though he's got a hat on. He looks at me and he's like, he's like, man, that looks heavy. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, rock on, John Berthal. <laughs> and and then like he just disappears into a mist after that, you know, like oh after and and that's so that was my experience with john bernthal man that's mm-hmm. the only that's the only exchange we had just, man that thing looks heavy i'm like thanks john Thank- <laughs> we'll see you later bud yeah. mm-hmm. like the only celebrity experience that i think uh i can i can even really think of like well like ghost busting anything was when we did uh we got to meet ernie hudson at madison um oh, yes when they did when it was the first wizard world convention in madison um and i just remember seeing ernie hudson for the first time like that dude is the most in shape dude I've ever seen in my life, especially for his age. Ernie yeah. Hudson, legit ripped. It's like that guy is wow, oh, he's cut. Good he for actually, him. He he actually kept a block of cheese on the table and he would just shred it on his abs <laughs> as, as, he's, as he's signing <laughs> photos. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> He was, he was one of the best experiences I had with oh, celebrity yeah. though, because we get up there and usually they've got their managers with them or whatever. They're mm-hmm. always like, you know, here, you know, here's your photo. You can get signed and move over to the left, please. Mm-hmm. You walk up there and this dude's talking to you the entire time. Yeah. The whole time. Just yeah. chatting up like um, his experience, like with the movie, what he's doing now. Um, yeah. We talked incredibly to him, grateful like, for all of his fans too. Like Ernie yeah. Hudson is so flipping cool to meet um anywhere uh or like if you if you get a chance to meet ernie hudson like do it he's awesome yeah i mean he he clearly was um all about the fan engagement there because Mm -hmm. we got up there and we were all trying to figure out like okay we just wanted to sign a photo we want to take a photo with him Mm -hmm. and and so they didn't really have any specific packages that were there that said like this is going to be the one you pick yeah. So, so we got up there and we're like, Hey, Ernie, like, we just want to get a photo with you. Um, I'll buy one of these signed photos mm-hmm. if that's what it takes. Like, Hey, just let us know whatever it is. And he's like, he's like, Hey, just, you know, you got your ticket, you know, just, just come over here. We'll take a photo. It's no big yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. And his man, his manager is just like, Hey, he just told you what we're doing. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not in control up. anymore. <laughs> no, no. So Ernie mm-hmm. was just, he was just totally cool. We're sitting there talking mm-hmm. to him about, you know, yeah, like you mentioned, like what's next? Like, hey, like we're like where you guys heading next? What do you, you know? And I, I think I even asked him, like, you know, what he ate recently because he looked so tired. And I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> he was worn out, like he was a little late mm-hmm. in getting there. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, dude, man, I can buy some to eat. You know, let's let's go just sit down and shoot the yeah. shit. You know, um, but he, yeah, he was easily one of the one of the coolest celebrities mm-hmm. that that I've ever had a chance to meet, and. uh I just remember at that same show where um, it was uh, the Green Ranger, Jason, was it, oh, uh, Jason David Frank, Jason David Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his booth, like I never actually went up and met this dude, but he is so engaged with his fans as oh, well. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like he, he was like standing up on on a table and he was like whipping a shirt around and there's like 40 people just mm-hmm. like, you know, all screaming at him. And I'm like, what, what the hell is this? You know, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And, and then like you go over and you see a guy like Ian Summerholder who is just total chill mm-hmm. and he, and he's sitting right next to Jason David Frank. And I'm like, man, I would hate to be him right now. Yeah. 
Like, like he's just he's in Madison, he's in Wisconsin. He he would never be here for any other reason. <laughs> but he got the Jason David Frank, you know, uh, partnership booth, and it's like, <laughs> God, I Oof. hate this. Yeah, you can't you can't follow up that show. No. <laughs> yeah, Frank is just like, like it makes me think. Um, in Galaxy Quest, when you um see um Tim Allen's character, uh Jason Nesbitt at a at a convention. Yeah. And he's eating it up. Like he is yeah. loving every minute. The fans are into it. And it was just an incredible experience for both him and everyone involved, like around him. And that's what Jason David Frank was like. Um, yeah. He was just totally, he was totally in the moment, totally there with his fans, getting his fans involved. Just yeah. another like awesome. Like, yeah, like I mean, also again, very big fan of that property uh, when I was younger and two degrees still am. Uh, if I, if I had the money at that time, totally would have like, would have loved like hang out with Jason David Frank too. Well, um, and he, he's one of those guys like, cause I, I just associate wearing a Ghostbuster outfit with seeing mm -hmm. him because every con you would go to, he would typically be there. Oh, yeah. You know, he's one mm -hmm. of the most popular power rangers of all time. So he's, he's always there. Um, the only other, <laughs> the only other person who's there as much as Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I, uh, mm -hmm. I, I got one autograph from Lou Ferrigno, but this is like, mm -hmm. you know, this is long before I was a ghostbuster, but yeah, but yeah, ultimately though, that, that journey didn't need to come to an end. I mean, it, it, it just, it got to a point where like, you just can't give up mm -hmm. your weekends to go do that kind of stuff anymore. You know? No, and, no. And it was like, it got to the point, like, again, like, I think we both just got to the point where like, we were wondering what the plot was. Like, we kind of felt like we were kind of rinsing and repeating with the stuff we were doing. Um, yeah. Your whole weekend is ate up from it because you have, we'd have to travel to go and do something. And then like, you just feel exhausted. Like yeah. you're exhausted from the work week and then you're, you're not relaxed in the weekend anymore. And you're going into the next week still exhausted so mm -hmm. it just got to that point where it was definitely time to ride off into the sunset uh in in a uh, ecto that was definitely about to break down <laughs> as as is the case of everyone who's ever built um tried building a fan-made ecto uh, ecto one they all have problems just like the real one. Oh yeah at some mm -hmm. point that thing's gonna break down but but hey you know what either way uh this was our first side stitch we hope you guys enjoyed a little bit more context behind the stuff that we just didn't have time to talk about you know when we first mentioned it um if you like this topic we're gonna do more of these as we we progress so um if you have any ideas for for other things you'd like to hear about we're always open to them but most likely side stitches are gonna stay either pretty close to the chest or um you know maybe if the topic is interesting enough We'll bring it in for, you know, some extra looks as we did today.